Hello, and welcome to the Meshed Young Adult Ministry Podcast. Today, we will be looking at who is welcomed in our church. Now to our host, Carling Fuderer. orange, apple, and steak, which does not belong. Steak, right? If I say, although really, I think we would say the rest of the M. (laughs) And if I say up, down, left, or nine o'clock, which doesn't belong. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Exactly. It's pretty harmless when we do that with fruits versus like the good things of the world steak. It's a lot harder when we start to accidentally do this with people. And it's really hard when you're the person who feels like you're the one that doesn't belong. Um, So think for just a second about a time when you didn't fit in. Could be something really simple, like you didn't get picked for kickball. Could be something a little more complicated. Um, The first time I walked into an AG church, I didn't do anything right and had no idea what was going on. I didn't stand when everybody else was standing. I didn't clap. I never raised my hands. I didn't know any of the songs that were being sung. And I felt like everybody was just staring at me and I did not like it because I don't really like to be stared at or thought of as being different. It doesn't feel good. Um, I almost didn't go back the next time I came walked toward the door, walked right back to my car and was about to leave. And then my friend called me and said, hey, where are you? And I was like, I'm coming. (laughs) And so turned around and went back in. But it can be really hard without people doing that to feel like you belong. And I think we've all at times felt like a misfit. We felt like one of the people who wasn't seen or we felt like one of the people who was seen maybe a little too obviously as different. Um, So today we're going to kind of just walk through um, some questions to think about. Um, You can flip over to the back of your handout to take notes, but I want you to think through something. Think through your own experience and think through how does the person who is different in some way, who feels like a misfit somehow, How do they feel when they walk into our church? How do they feel when they walk into Unite? Or maybe even into this Connections class? Talk in your groups, come up with maybe four different ways they might feel, four to five different ways they might feel. You get a minute and a half. If you're sitting at a table by yourself, join a table. Okay. Can I write on this? Okay. Did you take the marker? Mm-hmm. 
Boom. All right, take another 30 seconds to finish up your ideas. hearing some really good conversation. So how do we think people feel in general when, um, or people who are different look, how do you think they feel when they walk into our church? Whether that's Unite, whether that's Big Church, whether that's here, and those might be kind of different answers because they're different spaces. So what, what are some of those feelings? Go for it. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed, that's good. Out of place. I heard something over in the Stafford table. Intimidated. Intimidated. Uninvited. Uninvited. Underdressed. Overdressed. Overdressed. <laughs> I think I think there are people that feel both, right? <laughs> or two different types of people. Awkward. What else? Oh, okay, they might feel like their time was wasted because we didn't meet their expectation or something didn't meet their expectations. Skeptical. Skeptical. Defensive. Defensive. Proud. How about insecure on the other side of that? Invisible. Anxious, so many good emotions, but they're not good emotions. <laughs> yep. What's that? They feel welcoming or they feel welcomed? Sometimes they could. It doesn't always have to be negative. Sometimes they do feel welcomed. Okay, potentially offended. seen for the first time 
there's a range there of things. And I think it goes everywhere from feeling welcomed, seen, accepted, all the way to feeling invisible or overly seen and everything in between. A whole lot of emotions in there. And that begs the question, so if that's how they feel, what can we do to help them feel the more positive side of that spectrum? Because there's a lot fewer positive things on this list than there are negative. So what can we do as leaders to help them feel welcomed, affirmed, and loved? So at your groups, I want you to come up with at least four or five ways, just specific as you can be, of things that we can do to help the people who are feeling this way feel not that way, but welcomed, loved, and affirmed. Go for it. my water. Remember to be specific action words. Think specific action words. Keep going, keep going. <laughs> that is a specific action word. <laughs>
Take another 30 seconds or so. All right, let's, let's compile this list together. So, anybody want to start? What's one thing we can do? Okay. How do you be more genuine? What does that even mean? Have a conversation with them that surpasses, hey, what's your name? How are you? Okay, so more than just the, hi, right? What else? That's good, though. Okay, so... In your conversation with them, find similarities. Or if you don't know, if you are like, I don't do that, but I know this really cool person, their name is Jamie, and she does, right? That's one of those really cool moments. So find similarities, connect to people who do. So what are some examples of those good questions? Let's pause here for just a second. Throw them out there. What's a really good question to ask somebody? What's your name? What's your name? <laughs> hey, that's important. <laughs> ask them what brought them here today. Where are they from? What do they do? Let them leave the conversation. Good point. Okay. Don't expect that somebody else is going to do something if you're not willing to do it. It's really good. Yeah, absolutely. Some people don't look up. 
Well, and if you're walking in and you don't know anything, you're not even knowing to look up. You don't even know to look up to know that there are signs up there to tell you where to go. And I was completely in the wrong place to go, but there's a lady who happened to sit near me who saw I was sitting by myself who was just like, okay, I haven't seen you. Like, like, is this your first time? Like, are you going to a connections class? And I had no clue what that was. And so she was like, oh, well, we have a young adult class. Let me walk you there. And, like, she walked me and introduced me to people who were there. And I'm going to put physical presence depending on the person. So if somebody's just really standoffish and clearly does not want to be like spoken to, you don't have to push yourself on them. <laughs> that will make them not feel good. But if somebody like Rachel said is just kind of clearly sitting by themselves just saying, hey, hi, this is my name. Can I help you? And then she walked you there. She didn't just say, hey, it's down the hall, because there are a lot of halls in this building, and that can get really confusing. But she physically walked you there and made sure that you got where you, were, where you needed to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sure, good. What else? Okay, so this may be the person who's not brand new, but has been coming and still feels unseen or still feels kind of like a misfit, still feels like they don't know where they belong. You're like, hey, we go out to eat after church every Sunday. Why don't you come with us this time? There's just a whole group. Easy. Anyone has something that we haven't put up there? It's really good, though. I think, I think, I think we are so good at, at the initial part of this, but I think our follow-up and our follow-through is not always the best. So I think, I think if we can follow up and follow through with, with people, kind of goes back to what you were talking about, you know, not just let it be about just this particular class or whatever. I want to, you know, hey, you know, you were here on Sunday. How are you doing on Wednesday? Mm-hmm. And this even ties back into what Daniel was talking about of never turning a volunteer away. Not saying that the first time that you meet somebody, you should say, hey, come be on the team. But one of those things where if you've been seeing somebody who kind of doesn't look like they know where they're at, they don't know where they fit, and they're kind of not in it, and they're just kind of like weird, just invite them to come with you. Invite them to do what you're doing with you. They may not be actively volunteering, and they may not be asking, what can I do? But at the same time, you uh, kind of assess the situation and go, hey, why don't you come help me? Just I just need a little help putting these boxes together before you night. Or 
I need some help making sure the chairs or these handouts are on the tables in, in class. Just bring them physically with you and then follow up with them. It's really good. So there's one more list and we're not going to take a long time to do this, but we're going to do this together as a group. Who are these people? We've assessed what they feel. We've assessed what we can do about it. So who are the people that we need to be doing these things to help them? Who are the misfits and the people who don't feel like they don't belong? As you think about it, just call it out. Okay, new. Yep, left and come back. It can be even harder, I think, sometimes to have come and then to leave and then to come back again. You feel so much, you're not sure where you stand. You just don't know. What else? People who've been around but still felt on the outskirts. Around but on the outside. Good. Who else? Yeah, people with disabilities. If you have to use the handicap, like if you have to use the elevator as opposed to the stairs, a lot of us use the stairs and not the elevator, and so you just feel a little different. Good. How many of you have kids in here? Raise your hand. Three? I mean, four, realistically, including the jumpers? That's sort of a misfit in this crowd, right? So people with kids. Depending on the situation, how about people without kids, right? Who else? Single people. Sometimes married people. It really varies, right? You don't feel as weird in the sanctuary when you're married, but you might feel kind of weird walking in here or into Unite. Who else? Alternative lifestyles. What do you what do you mean by that? I mean, I mean people like homosexuals. Mm-hmm. You know, I call them alternatives. Yeah. Because they don't live like us. Yeah. So to speak. Like, like, neurodivergent people. What is that? Neurodivergent. What does that mean? Like people with autism or ADHD. Yes, absolutely. I didn't know that term. I'm really glad you taught that to me. Neurodivergent, so autism, ADHD, just some kind of learning disability even. It's not, what else? Yeah, so non-believers. People with stuff, I think is a good way to put that. <laughs> and people all having different stuff. Um, well, I got um, not non-believers, but people who believe but are uninformed. Uninformed or young, young Christians. Uninformed, young. I think those are all really good. I think, so my question for you, is it possible that almost every person who walks into church in some way, shape, or form feels like they maybe don't belong? So what if instead of thinking, I'm going to find and target those people, which may actually increase some of this, we just do this. 
with everybody. I think that will help us become a more welcoming community. Thank you all for your time. So, thank you,